Hello and welcome to this overview of the Austroads Guide to Temporary Traffic Management, Part 1 Introduction. The Guide to Temporary Traffic Management details temporary traffic management requirements for Australia and New Zealand practitioners. It contains guidance and instructions for planning, designing and implementing temporary traffic management and is focused on providing optimum safety for employees and contractors working in or near traffic and a safe environment for all road users. The combination of a four-year collaborative project between Austroads, Australasian Transport Agencies and Industry, the guide will help to harmonise temporary traffic management practice in Australia and New Zealand. My name is Eliz and I work in the communications team at Austroads. My details are shown on this slide. The Guide to Temporary Traffic Management has 10 parts, which are available to download for free from the Austroads website. To have access, you'll need to log into your Austroads online account. If you currently don't have an Austroads account, you can sign up for free on the login page of our website. Part one provides an introduction to the topic of temporary traffic management and describes the structure of the 10 parts of the guide, the key principles for temporary traffic management and the ongoing governances of the guide and training by Austroads. You can access the part through this direct link. We also encourage you to have the guide open so you could refer to the relevant section numbers during this presentation. I will now introduce our presenter, who is Dr. Dan Sullivan. Dr. Dan is the founding director of Solutions in Transport and for the past four years has been the project manager for Austroads Safety at Roadwork Site Strategic Priority Project. On the Austroads project, Dan is leading a major industry culture change in development of comprehensive guidance and training for the temporary traffic management industry. Dan is also the author of part 10. Dan works with a range of state and local government organisations providing specialist support on temporary traffic management, traffic engineering, road design and transport policy. Dan is an advocate and champion for change and improved safety in the temporary traffic management industry and is passionate about achieving the outcomes for the Austroad Safety at Roadwork Sites project. Welcome Dan. Thank you Liz and hello everybody. Welcome to my presentation on the introduction to the Guide to Temporary Traffic Management. The preparation of the entire Guide to Temporary Traffic Management has been a major part of my professional life for the past two and a half years and represents a major update to industry guidance for the temporary traffic management industry. I'm really pleased to be able to introduce this first edition of the Australian Austro's Guide to Temporary Traffic Management. In this webinar, I'll provide a brief run through of the topics covered in part one of the guide. Firstly, the history of the Austroads Safety at Road Worksites project, its genesis, the early objectives, and the story as to how we ended up with the current project structure and the Guide to Temporary Traffic Management. I'll then introduce the first edition of the guide, including how it was conceived and the objectives behind Austros deciding to develop the guide. The guide has been specifically structured to meet the various needs of the industry and to ensure that it can be read by those who need to read it, and I will talk through that structure. I will then talk through some of the basic principles of temporary traffic management and we'll then finish off with how the Austroads Guide to Temporary Traffic Management will be managed and governed in the future to continually meet industry needs. So firstly, with the introduction to the Guide to Temporary Traffic Management, part one of the guide provides an overall picture for the entire guide and sets the scene for temporary traffic management and what it means in the context of the Austroads Guides. 
Firstly, the safety at road work sites project. Managing the risks associated with providing the optimal level of safety for employees and contractors working in or near traffic, combined with the need to provide a safe road environment for all road users, is a significant issue for road agencies in Australia and New Zealand. Austroad's member authorities recognised that activities associated with temporary traffic management represent a high risk works activity that requires a suitable level of response. Unfortunately, in the past, these risks have been realised, with serious incidents at road work sites across Australia and New Zealand having resulted in injuries and deaths of road workers, traffic management personnel and the public. It was also recognised that temporary traffic management activities need to align the Australian Commonwealth Work Health and Safety Act and the New Zealand Health and Safety at Work Act. And that these need to be balanced to provide consistent frameworks to secure the health and safety of workers and workplaces. In 2015, the Austroads Board initiated a strategic priority project focused on improving safety at road work sites. The three key elements of that study were as follows. A best practice review of national and international practice for temporary traffic management. Harmonisation of training across Australia in particular and ultimately progressing to New Zealand. And initiating an update to Australian Standard 1742 Part 3, which documented practices in Australia for guidance of development of temporary traffic management. The key outcome of the first report on best practice for temporary traffic management in Australia and New Zealand was published in 2017. An analysis of the various best practice options revealed that the New Zealand Code of Practice had a structured national approach to temporary traffic management, built on a body of knowledge, built on a centrally controlled training system and an active audit program. The purpose of the Austroad Safety at Road Worksites project was therefore restructured to provide a comprehensive framework to support the ability of road agencies and industry to meet their work health and safety requirements. It also aimed to lead and improve safety outcomes at works, road work sites. The project identified and is delivering a range of measures of which this guide is just the first element. As depicted in the figure, module one involves improving harmonized Australasian best practice guidance. And the new Austroads Guide to Temporary Traffic Management, providing comprehensive coverage of all matters relating to the planning, design and implementation processes associated with temporary traffic management on roads. It represents a significant increase on the current documented practice in the Australian standard. Module two is focused on improving industry practitioner skills. It provides for an expansion to the harmonised training material previously developed by Austroads in 2012. The new material and modules are based on the adoption of practices similar to that already in place in New Zealand and partially adopted in some other Australian states. At the time of releasing the Austroads Guide to Temporary Traffic Management, the work to develop and roll out the training continues to progress. Module three was about improving transportability and management of industry practitioners and was focused on development of an industry registration scheme. The current project is limited to investigation and exploration of suitable systems and preparation of a business case for future consideration of a registration scheme. 
The anticipated benefits of such a scheme would be improved portability of qualifications between jurisdictions and improved performance management of individuals working in the industry. And finally, module four was focused on improved coordination and management of companies operating in temporary traffic management. And this would, have been, would be done through a company pre-qualification scheme. Again, the current project is limited to an investigation and exploration of suitable systems and preparation of a business case for future consideration of the pre-qualification scheme. It's anticipated that the benefits of the scheme would allow improved portability of company pre-qualifications between jurisdictions and allow improved performance management of companies working in temporary traffic management. So moving back to the Austroads Guide, it seeks to capture the contemporary practice of member organisations in temporary traffic management. The purpose of the guide is to provide guidance and supporting material that supports the ability of road agencies and industry to meet their work health and safety requirements and lead to improved safety outcomes at road work sites. It aims to improve the standard of temporary traffic management in Australia and New Zealand through consistency of application and this consistency would then assist road users to recognise and understand temporary traffic management, which should thereby lead to improvements in their behaviour and the safety outcomes at roadwork sites. And overall, the aim is to reduce the rate of incidents occurring at work sites. We also aim to improve the ability of road authorities and industry to manage the increasing frequency and variety of activities that are being undertaken on and near the road. We also want to allow continuous industry review to maintain best practice as new innovations are introduced into the industry. Within Australia, Australian Standard 1742 Part 3 has long captured guidance material, as well as the standards for traffic control devices. Standards Australia has previously identified that the publication of guidance material is not consistent with the typical form of standards. It has consequently been agreed that the guidance material should be transferred from the Australian Standard to the Austroads Guide to Temporary Traffic Management. In New Zealand, the New Zealand Code of Practice for Temporary Traffic Management, known as COPTM, has long represented the best practice in New Zealand and it will be maintained to supplement the Austroads Guide. The Austroads Guide to Temporary Traffic Management is being published as a 10-part series and will sit alongside the Australian Standard 1742 Part 3 and the New Zealand COPTM. It will provide practitioners in all roles across the temporary traffic management industry with comprehensive guidance on all aspects for the planning, design, installation, operation and management of temporary traffic management sites. And the guide has been structured around the basic roles in temporary traffic management. Part one, which is this part, provides an introduction to the topic of temporary traffic management and outlines the common definitions and principles that are to be applied. It describes how the various parts of the guide fit together and importantly, who should be looking to read each part. The first main task associated with temporary traffic management is planning the works. And part two provides a comprehensive guidance on how to prepare the traffic management plan including consideration of the hierarchy of control for development and consideration of options, and how to document the preferred options for addressing each road user group and all the risks at a roadwork site. Following the planning task, parts three, 
4 and 5 provide extensive guidance on how to develop the design of the temporary traffic management. This design is typically presented in the form of traffic guidance scheme, otherwise known as a TGS. We have separated the parts of the guidance for design for static work sites, part three, mobile works in part four, and short-term low impact works in part five, recognising that different practitioners will predominantly use these different parts depending on the types of work that they typically undertake. Part six is the guide for field staff and part seven, the guide part for traffic controllers. And these two parts are specifically written for those industry practitioners operating in the field and have been written in a form that makes it easy for those practitioners to understand the requirements of their role. Parts eight, nine and 10 together then provide supporting guidance for the other parts. Part eight details a range of matters relating to processes and procedures including the categorisation of roads, an agreed training framework, model forms for use in the various pre-traffic management roles, model contract specifications currently used by state and local governments. Part nine has been developed to assist the traffic management designer in the planning of works on roads and in developing the traffic guidance schemes. And it provides a set of 50 sample layout diagrams to assist in the interpretation of the design elements of the guide. And finally, part 10 is a bit of a catch-all for all the supporting guidance, which does not neatly fit into the other nine parts. And at present, there are four topics which are presented. And these include risk assessment processes for temporary traffic management, review, inspection and road safety audit processes, emergency works and traffic management for events. The development of the Austroads Guide to Temporary Traffic Management was focused on capturing existing documented practices, either in the Australian Standard, the New, Zealand, New Zealand's Coptum, or in various ju jurisdictional documents. A project temporary traffic management working group was formed with representation from all states and territories, from the New Zealand Transport Agency, from local government, and from industry. The industry representation included the Traffic Management Association of Australia, the Road Marking Industry Association of Australia and the Australian Asphalt and Pavement Association. In the development of each part, the process that was followed it included, firstly, a literature review of current practices documented across Australia and New Zealand, an agreement on the structure of each of the new guide parts, discussion and agreement on the various jurisdictional content that was to be applied as the source, and then development of a draft guide which was put out to industry consultation. And I need to emphasise that this was published as widely and as openly as possible, and that existing networks were used to seek comment from as much of the industry as possible. Once industry consultation was closed, we then worked through a process for the finalisation of each part of the guide. The Temporary Traffic Management Working Group was closely involved at every stage of the development of each part and provided substantial input into the content. Each part has been signed off and approved by each of the 11 Austroads member authorities. So there's a 10 part series. Who needs to read each part? A key element is the development of a structure that is focused on presenting the information in discrete packages that only need to be read by those who the part is focused at. Within the temporary traffic management industry, there are four key roles that are defined and these roles are described in part eight. 
Firstly, traffic management workers who work within temporary traffic management but do not hold any specific qualifications. Next are traffic controllers who hold the relevant qualification to control traffic using a portable traffic control device or a stop slow bat in Australia or the stop go bat in New Zealand. The third role is the traffic management implementer who holds the relevant qualifications to install, monitor and remove traffic control devices on site in accordance with the traffic guidance scheme. And finally, there's the traffic management designer who holds the relevant qualifications to develop the traffic management plan and the traffic guidance schemes for application of the works. In addition to these four defined temporary traffic management roles, it is recognised that the road infrastructure manager, which is typically the road authority, but could also include private road operators, all the contractors at a site and the traffic management companies all have roles to play with regards to temporary traffic management. The guide is therefore structured so that readers can establish their role and the level of knowledge that they should look to maintain with regards to each part of the guide. In the table on the screen, you'll then see that there's four separate categories of roles. Firstly, a lead role. The practitioners denoted as having the lead role are required to have a comprehensive understanding of the content of the part and will understand and apply all aspects regarding the application of the guidance in that part. Those who are identified as having a supporting role, the practitioners are required to have a good understanding of the content of that part, as in their role, they will be required to interact regularly with those who have the lead role in application of the guidance. For those identified as needing intermediate knowledge, some aspects of the part remain relevant to their role and practitioners are required to have an understanding of the content and its interaction with their role. And lastly, general knowledge. And all practitioners should have at least a basic understanding of the content within all parts of the guide and how they interact with their role. Throughout the development of the guide, there were a range of definitions which have been developed as being applicable to temporary traffic management. Rather than present these throughout the various parts, they have been collated and are presented all in part one. This ensures that there are no conflicts between definitions and provides a single source of truth for each. These definitions are based extensively on those within the Austroads glossary of terms. And what you see on the screen is just an extract of some of these definitions. So moving into the philosophy and principles for temporary traffic management. The planning and design of temporary traffic management for works on roads is targeted at ensuring the safety of everyone at the work site. Ensuring so far as reasonably practical, the safety of all the workers and the travelling public. The planning and design also needs to look at creating efficient temporary traffic management that is suitable for the nature of the works and the duration of the works, including all the risks associated with the setup, operation and removal. Road authorities also see a key role in maintaining the customer experience, the experience of the road user, to ensure and encourage compliance with the temporary traffic management and minimise the disruption and frustration for traffic. The principles for temporary traffic management that we want to apply include, firstly, uniformity, which means that treating similar temporary traffic management situations in the same way. The standard use of temporary traffic control devices helps drivers assess an unfamiliar situation. The uniform design and application of temporary traffic management reduces the time a motorist needs to recognise and understand the message 
and to choose an appropriate course of action. Ideally, the message should be immediately apparent to drivers so that their attention will be distracted for as little time as possible from the other necessary decision-making tasks. Uniformity is essential to law enforcement and also for traffic safety. Where sites are not uniform, it causes disrespect for the law and can create potentially dangerous traffic situations. Fit for purpose. Temporary traffic management must be fit for the purpose, suitable for the nature and duration of the works, installed, set, set up and used correctly. For short-term activities, there may be a tendency to implement what is seen to be the safest form of temporary traffic management, with a static worksite to fully protect workers. However, in some cases, the risks created by exposing temporary traffic management staff to traffic while setting up, operating and removing the signs and devices may be greater than the risk of using a lower level of protection. Design principles are also documented for the proper and efficient use of temporary traffic management devices to ensure that they are used in a consistent manner across all sites. The SAFE system is an approach to road safety that is the basis for strategies and action plans to reduce road trauma in Australia and New Zealand. The SAFE system approach is based on a range of principles, but for temporary traffic management, we need to consider that one of the main issues is that people continue to make mistakes. Some crashes are unavoidable despite a focus on preventative measures. And all temporary traffic management has a critical role in relation to road user behaviour and the safety of road users. It is essential that the design and use of temporary traffic management takes into consideration road user factors to ensure that they are able to correctly interpret the information that is being presented and respond appropriately. When designing, implementing and expecting temporary traffic management, it's also critical that the traffic management practitioners consider the needs and perspectives of the public, not their own needs or their own experience. We should consider the needs of a 17-year-old who has just gotten their licence or the elderly person whose eyesight and reactions are not as good as they used to be? Will the temporary traffic management make sense for them as well? All on-road activities must be carried out in accordance with the approvals from the relevant employer, contractor or road infrastructure manager and in accordance with the traffic management plan and the traffic guidance scheme. And finally, a road categorisation system has been adopted in this guide. While all works on roads are considered to be high risk, the categorisation into three categories allows design practices and training to be tailored to the dis different risk levels at each category. In developing the Austroads Guide, one of the criticisms of the existing Australian standard was the long periods of time between updates. It was recognised that within the guide that we needed a practice that was adaptive to innovation and new practices within the industry. Therefore, the guide has adopted the New Zealand Transport Agency established practice for the Copton, recognising that there are new innovations, new devices, new design practices, new implementation practices, all of which continually appear within the industry. And we need to be able to adopt these in a ready manner when they lead to improved outcomes. Therefore, the Austroads Guide to Temporary Traffic Management is to be maintained as a live document with ongoing reviews and updates. A working group is being formed to maintain the guide and part one includes the adopted methods for ongoing consultation and industry input. So thank you for listening to this webinar today. I hope that this assists in providing an overview of part one of the Austroads Guide to Temporary Traffic Management and Austroads encourages your feedback on the content of the guide to allow for it to be continually improved 
and to meet industry needs. Thank you again.